Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, my friends, and welcome to the final Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. This being, of course... Friday and the last day of the working week. Hence the, yeah, you get it. We begin, of course, with Manchester United and their rearranged clash with Liverpool. We'll get into matters on the pitch very shortly, but first, before the match, hundreds of United fans once again protested against the club's ownership outside Old Trafford. On the way to the ground, Liverpool's official bus was blocked by protesters close to the stadium. On drive, Adrian Durham spoke of his frustration with the Glazers and the lack of communication with supporters. You've got to think about Liverpool in this situation because they want to play a game of football and they're not being allowed to by Manchester United fans who are angry and understandably. I get why they're angry with the owners. Dave, we all understand why Manchester United fans do not like the Glazers, 100%. They can issue a statement saying you, we want to listen to fans. But I was as annoyed with that footage oh, of one of, the, one of the Glazers just completely blanking a reporter. Nothing to say at all to the fans of Manchester United, Mr Glazer. He could have made an emotional, passionate Agreed. statement there and he just said nothing, which said it all. And on to the game itself, where, of course, Liverpool beat Manchester United. This was the reaction on my show, and he goes to his sports bar. But ultimately, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's plan has backfired. Earlier in the week, Manchester United rested 10 players against Leicester because they wanted to target this game, postponed after fan protests 10 days ago. We didn't prepare the same way as we normally do, so of course you can you can look at that. But uh, I thought my players did really well, focusing on just preparing as well as they can. Uh, we came very early this uh, afternoon uh, and stayed in, inside the stadium. I don't think anyone were thinking about uh, what was happening outside, how we could have prepared. They were just doing the, the best they could uh, in these circumstances and very happy with the, how they've handled the whole situation. Firstly, I think tonight I underline just how important Harry Maguire is to Manchester yeah. United. Uh, Baye, when I knew he was playing, I said to you before, and I said mm. he's always got a mistake in him. I think that underlined tonight just how important someone like Harry Maguire is. His shot repelled by Dean Henderson. Firmino following in. Doesn't look like a guy who hasn't scored for 16 games. He smashed it above Henderson. I still think De Gea is Man United's best goalkeeper. I genuinely believe I don't think Henderson is ready yet to be the number one number one mm. to be fair I have seen De Gea make those kind of handling errors So, but it's a basic one really he comes in it hits his wrist goes out and of course Liverpool pounds mm. that was what the game was over then Manchester United 2 Liverpool 4 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the way Sam Matterface went up yeah, on the yeah, word 4 4 deliberately done it oh, it's horrible isn't it a first victory for Liverpool at Old Trafford under Jurgen Klopp and their season remains 
very much alive. They overloaded the wings. We didn't adapt immediately to that. After 15 minutes, we were full in the game. So that was completely great. Everybody sometimes needs time, but if you use it, it's all fine. And the whole team adapt. We closed the, the wings better, won the balls there, um, caused much more problems, won our balls, caught our two goals. And then everybody knows second half is this season usually the Man United half. Uh, they turn games around and we denied that by a very good performance in the second half as well. To be perfectly honest with you, fellas, I just want to talk about Trent Alexander-Arnold, to be honest with you. I thought he was absolutely outstanding tonight. Um, I know Gareth Scoutate was there. You know, he got snubbed the first time round and we can accept it, but be interested to know your opinion. I, I honestly don't know if you can name a better English right-back. And before you answer, I know Walker's great, I know James is great, but are they a better right-back than yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold? Liam, and- Liam, you won't get an argument from me. I think he's top of that pile. Perfect. Walker can play right back and can play centre half. Over three, yeah. And then it, it looks like it's going to come down to a straight shootout between Reese James, who can play midfield. I know that Trent is touted. And I, I agree, he should be in the squad, right? I'm not arguing against But now his, we've got a 26-man squad. You, I, you expect Well, it's to... going to, it frees up a few more spaces. If there's a versatility about you as a player in a squad going into a, a major tournament, enough work in your favour. Give me a percentage, Mo. Top four percentage. It depends on the Chelsea and no, the No, forget that. No. Just your, no. Mo's own interpretation of it. What percentage? As a Liverpool fan from my heart, I think 140%. No, you can't get 140%. I know, but he's making a young one. He's 100%. He's making up percentages. Yeah, 140%. I mean, that's just 140%. He just made that up. If you had like a tenner, another tenner, and then. This should be good. He's he's struggling. No, no. Yeah, go on. And then four pound. On to Villa Park, where Jack Grealish made his long-awaited return from injury after Aston Villa and Everton played out a goalless ball draw. And this was the reaction after the game. Jack Grealish's return for Aston Villa will give them reasons for optimism in the closing weeks of the season. Aston Villa nil, Everton nil. We'll see how he is and um, how he feels after this first 15-20 minutes. The the plan was not to be involved today and uh, to do some work, but I, I pushed the medical staff as hard as I could and uh, Jack agreed with me as well. Yes, I don't think we should take players to tournaments when they're not fit at all, but we don't know how he's going to be in about three or four games' time, but I take him even if he's 10% fit. Everton will regard it as two points dropped in their quest for European football. We should have won, yes, for, for what we did in the second half. I think we, we could win the game, but nothing to say about the performance. The performance was good. Now we have to win the next game on Sunday, and then we have two games home away against City, but we have to try to win all three. Now, although they recorded an impressive final win against Chelsea on Wednesday, the pressure is continuing to mount on Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta. Katie Price's ex-husband, Simon Jordan, said he's losing faith in Arteta's abilities as a manager. Despite the, the, the advancing of the thought that Mikel Arteta was going to be a good manager by people like me, I'm beginning to think that's unwinding. But I also think the reasons for that is Arsenal are a joke football club right now in lots of ways. They've got an owner that's disengaged. They've got an owner that's happy with mediocrity. They've got a director of football that I don't think is pulling up any trees. And they've gone through a manager that sounds good on paper... But when it comes down to it, I'm not sure he's got the chops Hmm. to be able to do what Arsenal need for him to do. You've got to turn around and say that Arsenal have just laughingly been put inside inside a a self-appointed organisation of the top six clubs. They've worked their way backwards in the league and what they are is a big club in image alone Hmm. and a big club in reputation alone because they're not a big club in any other department right now. 
It's just the simple facts, no matter what. Are you 10th, 9th, 8th in the league? What are you, out of the Europa League, losing to a manager that you thought was a joke, couldn't get him out of the door fast enough because you ridiculed him? What are you? Are you a winning football club? Are you a club in ascendancy? You've got a group of fans that operate a TV station that do nothing but vilify their own club. Now, how important are assists in football? Very, according to Jamie O'Hara and Dwight York. However, Alan Brazil does not agree. This is Big Al going on a bit of a rant on breakfast. All this assist rubbish. That's a game of football. You're there to provide a pass for the strikers oh, to bang the goals in. You like such a striker. Oh, you want- I've got assist of the year. What have you won? Well, I've got assist of the year, 1987. It's Brilliant. Not a, I don't want oh. assist of the year, but you have to appreciate the pass. It's all about the pass. It's all about that's the build-up. Football, that's the name of the game, and the reason why they play more money to the strikers, they're the ones who can finish better than anyone. That's their job, to find a forward pass. You make your run, you get half a yard away from the centre-back and you finish. Muren looking up to see Alan Brazil going through and a fine ball to him by Muren and Brazil is in here and he scores. They're not tippy-tappy in midfield saying uh, you know they're going, they're going for a new contract and say look there you go I got, one, I got two goals from midfield last year but I had 47 assists. <laughs> Yeah, and he should be, if he gets 47 assists, he should think yeah, get a new is, contract. What, what, what classifies an assist? What do you mean what classifies an assist? It's the pass before the goal. The game has moved on, and, you know, as an aspiring manager, you know, you've got to embrace those things, and this is what the game is today. But also, also there was an Opta stats, you know, how many completed passes? I'm like, oh, completed passes, that's the name of the game, keep the ball. Hello, I'm Laurie Woods, and this is TalkSport Daily. Now, Wembley's missed out on hosting the All-English Champions League final with Porto chosen as the alternative to Istanbul. Man City and Chelsea will get 6,000 tickets each and it's fair to say that Alan Brazil once again was unimpressed with that decision. I'm guessing he was quite unimpressed with most things yesterday. Obviously, someone's hidden the champagne. Why can't it be in England? What is that about? Um, you know, and you watch, they'll come out where, well, you have to isolate when you come back. Well, with the greatest respect, we're not interested on your VIPs and your sponsors, mate. We're interested in the two sets of supporters who would gladly go to the game in England with no risk of catching it and going abroad, jumping on planes or jumping on trains. You know, let's think about the two team supporters, for God's sake. Why don't they have it in England and not Porto? If, it, if it's over in Portugal, not Porto, but if it's over in Portugal, I'm t- I'm sorry, I'm, I think the, the Prime Minister's got to get involved here. I know we've got the final coming up. It's in a couple of years. It doesn't matter. Yeah. This is a strange year. We have to protect. So why should the fans have to go and leave another country when the two English sides? I'm sorry, I'm really strong about this. And you watch some of the excuses that come out from UEFA. You won't, you won't believe it. Listen, I know I know there's rules and UEFA have to look after the sponsors, you know, the, the people that vast amounts, MasterCard, etc., etc. And the UEFA fans they used to call it, didn't they? But surely this is an exception this year. If they've got to isolate, then so be it. Simple as that. That's the rules. We don't like being stuck at home. We don't like not being to go into a pub or a restaurant. That changes Monday, of course. But we've had to put up with, so why don't they? It makes common sense. Never mind looking after their own. It makes common sense that in this strange time that the fans should get more tickets and the game should be played in England, not in Portugal. Surely. Now Leicester will be looking to win their first FA Cup tomorrow as they take on Chelsea at Wembley a game you can hear live on TalkSport The Foxes manager Brendan Rodgers said that if they're successful they'll dedicate the trophy to their late owner
I'd love to win it for Convicia and his family. His spirit and presence will be there with us on the day. And uh, and just having top over again this week has, has really uh, magnified the why. One of the reasons I came to here was because of them and and uh, and the cause of which Leicester City uh, has. So yeah, of course I'd love to do it for the players. I'd love to do it for for the supporters. But if I had to pin one, it would be for Top and his family, and uh, that would be uh, that'd be truly special. Now Chelsea FC women's manager Emma Hayes has been speaking to our reporter Florence Lloyd Hughes ahead of their Champions League final against Barcelona on Sunday night live on Talk Sport. Don't you know? She said the spirit of her side makes them special. They're amazing, all of them. They really are in not just the commitments they've made to the team this whole season on the pitch, but I think the way they've looked after each other off of it, especially those players that haven't been able to go home and those that have been living by themselves. I think it's been particularly difficult for them. The spirit is, I've always felt it's been good at Chelsea, but this season, I think it's been a determination on another level about what we can achieve. And winning the league and the Conti Cup and the Community Shield so far validates that. And I think, you know, I'm asking for another huge push this week in what will be an amazing opportunity for us to become Champions Europe. That's it for another podcasty thing. Let me tell you about some live football are coming your way. Half past 12 tomorrow, you can hear live commentary exclusive to TalkSport of Burnley against Leeds. At 8pm, it's Brighton against West Ham, of course, in the Premier League, live and exclusive to TalkSport too. But the FA Cup final between Chelsea and Leicester is live on TalkSport 5.15, presented by Mark Shouty Saggers. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Drive Time today, my show, alongside Darren Bent. So make sure you join me and him for that from 4pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast app first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Till then, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend if you don't join me today on Drive Time. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.